This is the HexDevs podcast. I'm Thiago. And I'm Stephanie. Today I'm super excited about our conversation because first it's Hacktoberfest because it's October and we're going to learn all about open source contributions and how you can build an open source contribution practice for yourself so you can become an awesome contributor. So today we have Richard Schneeman, also known as Schneems. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for accepting the invite. So let me introduce Richard to everyone. I have to read your bio because it's quite extensive. <laughs> You've been doing a lot of cool, cool stuff. So Richard is a principal engineer at Heroku, and he's the creator of Code Triage, which we all use. We all know it's super awesome. So he's been helping 66,000 developers with Code Triage to contribute to open source. He's also the maintainer of the Heroku Ruby build pack, which is a pretty important piece of technology that we all use. And he's the co-author of the book Heroku Up and Running. The he's on the core team of Puma and SP Rockets and one of the top 50 contributors to Ruby on Rails and also maintains 50 plus open source libraries with, I guess, almost 2 billion downloads now, which is super amazing. <laughs> and he's also a hubby, Ruby hero, which is pretty cool. And Richard recently launched the book, How to Open Source. We've been reading it and we love it. And you can learn the secrets of successful contributors by reading his book. And so it's Hacktoberfest. So let's talk about open source. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> well, first of all, Richard, congratulations on publishing the the book. Um, I will be honest, I haven't read it yet. Tiago is doing that. Um, I have to finish bottles of OOP by Cindy Metz first, uh, but that's on my uh, my list. And also at Thoughtbot, we we got some copies for us too. So maybe we'll have a book club or something like that. It, so congratulations know, on publishing it. Yeah, thank you. Being being right after Sandy, you know, I can take that. That's <laughs> that's pretty good. I yeah, you know, that's that's <laughs> great compliments. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. That's awesome. We are here today to talk all about open source, and I think we couldn't have find someone better than you to talk about that. And that's our cat. <laughs> he also wants to learn how to contribute. <laughs> to open source. Hmm. Open cat. Open open source. Open open source, open source cat. cat. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's wait for him to decide what he wants. Decide to do. what he wants to do. It just it happens. I don't even think we need to cut this because this is cute. <laughs> cute Every cat. everybody loves cats. Yeah. No. It's it's, it's internet gold. It's, it's, we have it all. We just do all, only that. Like we should just yeah. do an only cat episode. Exactly. For, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah. So for those I, of I you go get my dogs, you know, we can <laughs> we can make it a thing. <laughs> yeah. So for those of you who are only listening to the episode, go check out the video on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Richard, based on your experience with helping lots of developers, not only getting started with contributing to open source, but also keep going at it. What do you see are the main reasons preventing people from preventing more people from doing that? Well, thank you. Um, I yeah, this is this is one of the things I, I sent out an email um, with surveys to all of the sixty six thousand people on Code Triage, and 
like that is the number one question. It's like, hey, what what is holding like what is holding you back from contributing more? Because even even people who are who are contributing, a lot of them like want to contribute more. Um, mostly, it yeah, mostly boils down to fear um but the fears are widespread there's all sorts of different things like some people are really afraid of working in the open if they've never done it before they're afraid you know it, it's gonna they they it's they feel like it's gonna be like public speaking where it's it, you know it's a stage and they're in the spotlight and and it's like in reality like <laughs> you make your pr and you're like hello <laughs> any anybody it's like it's like you're in public but it's like an abandoned like park or something you know <laughs> Like, like, yes, people can see what you're doing, but a lot of people, there's not a spotlight on you. And, uh, you know, so that's one of them in the, in the group. Um, we did, I did with the launch of the book, I did a a special, um, a special, uh, Slack group where, where people were invited and, uh, it was kind of like a limited time thing. And one of the, one of the main things that people who have actually been reading the book have brought up is like the bystander effect. And like, they're, they're really surprised um, to hear about the bystander effect. And so if for, for people who, who don't know, um, if, if you've ever, um, if you've ever learned CPR, it's, uh, like this cardiopulmonary resuscitation, <laughs> um, where like some, so you're an emergency situation. One of the first things you need to do beside giving CPR to this person is like, you need to, you don't just yell out, Hey, somebody call, you know, emergency services, somebody call, you know, in the United States at 911. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, you like lock eyes with someone and you're like, you, (laughs) you you call 911. And it's like the, the difference between that can be life and death. It's like having somebody, it's like, if, if you just shout out something, someone should do something about this. Uh, and, and in the, in the class, um, there in the, in the group, somebody who said, yeah, it's, it's even like helping in my own personal life. I was making plans with my friends and somebody's like, oh, someone should make a reservation to this, you know, to this dinner. Uh, and it's like, oh, me, I'm the person. And it, and it's like that it's, it's, a, it's a really small, but subtle thing where mm-hmm. it's like, as you're kind of going about your day and you're just like, oh, these API docs are wrong. And like, oh, why did nobody do this thing? It, and it's, and it's like, oh, me, I'm the person like, like, yeah, even, even at work sometimes I'm like, oh, we should really pay somebody to like do this or fix. And I'm like, right, me, I'm, I am, I'm the person they did. <laughs> no, it is me. Um, so like that, so that's a really big one. Uh, and, and even, even like not necessarily on like, that might be kind of on the, like the getting started side of things. Uh, I, w- when I, when I was talking to my coworkers, um, one of them mentioned, he, he was like, yeah, I'm just not, you know, not a big open source person. And like he has written an entire Game Boy emulator in Elm and open sourced it. Wow. Like <laughs> maintains all of these libraries. Like we we together we do open source like in our day job. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And and he was saying, um, you know, drilling it deeper and and asking him a little bit more about it. Uh, it it it's kind of it's like yes, he's comfortable with those things. But maybe just going out into like a random repo is, is kind of like a little bit different. And like I 100% know what that's like where you 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 it's like, OK, I found a I think I found a fix for this. I think this will make it better. But like, is that OK? Is it OK if I say that? Like what will like like as developers, we're so used to like almost instant feedback. You make a change, you run your test. Like I have so much confidence in my change. Well, like <laughs> depends on your test suite. Um <laughs> 
And uh, like there's when you start engaging people you've never worked with before asynchronously across the like the Internet, it can be really, really intimidating, even if you have been out there and have been doing this stuff. And so, like, I, I guess just in a lot of ways, I would just say to anybody who is if you're looking to get started, um, know a that fear is normal and like rational and it is real like and it is re it's it's like and it needs to be addressed it needs to be brought up and then there's also mitigation strategies uh for you know for mm -hmm. for each of them um i you know kind of had had mentioned it's like with bystander effect it's like oh realizing you can do the thing um with with the uh not being sure on the consequences of actions um i i have a, a section in there about how to um, kind of lurk and like follow, just like follow without like making changes or comments and, and like just, just getting a vibe and a feel for like an open source repo. And it's like, sure, that sounds like a lot of, um, and, and, and also what is holding people back is different for all sorts mm -hmm. of different people. Um, and I'm the type of a person w which is like, um, you know, like my coworker where I really wanted to feel confident before I make that step. And so like, I'm really slicing it thin. Um, other people might have other problems where they just like roll in and they're like, you all should change everything like, pew, pew, you know, and, and it's like, I, I, I haven't so far, I haven't encountered any of those people like in my, in my group. So I, I think those are kind of the most common uh, ones that I've, that I, that I've seen. Yeah. I, I think the bystander effect is very real and maybe a good strategy is just to say, oh, if I, if I'm thinking that, oh, maybe should someone should fix this, the strategy is you go there and you fix it, right? It's a good <laughs> mm -hmm. practice. Mm -hmm. And the other thing you talk about is, you know, starting small. And so mm -hmm. maybe just reading a PR. And this is something that we told our students, maybe just read one PR and leave a little, you know, thumbs up if you like it. Just try mm -hmm. to understand what's going on. And then you lurk, which is a good mm -hmm. strategy as well. You just start very small and then just build a habit out of that. Mm -hmm. I yeah. love that. It, I, I love mm -hmm. it's like uh, the um, adding the explicit. It's like, oh, and add add the thumbs up. It's like because then it is an action, right? It is. It's like it's not just this like passive thing. Like you are leaving a mark. It's like. It, mm -hmm. it just because even telling yeah and and as you mentioned it's like starting really small and in the book um i have this it's so impactful to me this idea of like floss one tooth where mm -hmm. like i hate flossing and <laughs> I, I like i really wanted the floss like literally like i hate flossing and i read about this idea of just like just literally floss one tooth and and i thought it was like a trick where it's like oh well when your hands are in your mouth then like you'll just do all of them and then so I tried to force it. I'm like, oh, I'll just floss one tooth. But then my brain is like, no, but if you're going to floss that tooth, you're going to do all of them. And I don't want to floss all of them. And I'm like, it needs to be actually okay to only do the really small thing. And then mm -hmm. you just do that until eventually you're like, okay, I'm bored. My hands are in here. Like, let's go. I just like, <laughs> I feel like it's like the, it's like they got this itch over here. And then it's like, oh, mm -hmm. my teeth, you know, my teeth are floss. Also, I use a water flosser that helps that not open source. <laughs> Just, you know, pro tip for anybody, dental hygiene. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love it that in this episode, we're also learning how to save lives and floss. Yes. <laughs> um, I think that I would like to bring up for discussion something that I have been noticing, and maybe I might not be the only one, which is before you even sit down and you make that decision of, okay, I'm going to start small, is to really get clear if you really want to contribute to open source or is that just something that you see other people doing 
and you think you believe that you have to do it to become someone like them. Mm-hmm. And because it's it's such a hard thing to well, it's not hard, but to like we're having this entire episode to help people do something. So mm-hmm. it is hard for several reasons. And so if it's something that you don't actually want to do it, you just think that you have to do it, it's gonna make things really worse. Because I feel like most of the time people really want to just have the reputation of being an open source contributor, but they don't mm-hmm. have to put they don't want to put the work. Uh, and so they come up with the excuses. Oh, I don't have the time or I'm afraid to putting myself out there. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. But get clear on that first. Like, and make the decision. Okay, this is not for me. I'll pass. But I think it's important to do that self-reflection first. Because mm-hmm. if it is going to be hard, you, you got to have a really good reason to do it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You don't, you don't, it's like, ru- you don't run a marathon because you think somebody else wants you to run a marathon, right? Like that you're just going to, you're going to go out there and be on mile like one and be like, no, I'm just done. I'm good. And that's a, that's okay. You, right. It's like um, it, a lot of people don't contribute to open source uh, like the vast majority. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and it's almost like, even, even like what you said is like getting in there and, ma- and like making that thumbs up. Like you're like the one, uh, one, like way to positive way to think about that is like that already puts you in like the top 10 percent yeah. <laughs> like uh, of developers like you know it's like have ever thumbs up a you know random random issue um but yeah and and, and i did it's very personal uh why people want to get into open source and um like i did a bunch of re like a bunch of interviews and like had people tell me they're in their in kind of their own words and 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 i can definitely relate to many of them in multiple levels, um, but yeah, absolutely. And and what you what you said, it's like the fame. It's kind of like, that's kind of like this extrinsic. It's like oh, you know, maybe it's like I if I get super famous, then like I don't ever have to interview again. Actually, was kind of a thing I had in my head. Um, and like I actually I just saw on Twitter like a Twitter thread. It's like if you like uh, like a Twitter personality like being like if you contribute to open source, you'll never have to interview a day in your life. And I'm like. Hi, I have 1.9 billion downloads and what, like it's like at the end of the day, like they still make you sit down mm-hmm. and do the whiteboarding. I, I mean, and, and and this actually this came up as well. It's like uh, it's like, but in in the interview, it's like you can you can bring up. It's like yeah, I, hey, this reminds me of a open source thing, and like let's go, you know like let's go look at the code. And for me, um, that is like I don't have a CS background as well. It's like for people who are just like oh, you know, I I think people have this this get this idea in their head of what a, an open source contributor is like this ultra m- super smart knows everything um like has all of the degrees like writes every algorithm perfectly the first time and it's like you know i yeah i it's like i came from a mechanical engineering background and just really like don't <laughs> i'm just really sensitive okay like <laughs> i i just um if when i find problems i it, it's just like i want to fix them and make them better. Um, and like that, that was, you know, that was a huge, huge drive for me. Yeah. And another cool trick that, you know, it's available for anyone who doesn't want to put their usernames out there is create a fake GitHub account and use that one for open source uh, contribution. So no one has to know who you are, but you can use that to build the confidence. Um, and that's okay. You won't have to review yourself. <laughs> I love I love that. 
I love that. And then you can, then you can go back in your real account and be like, Hey, that's such a great idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thumbs up. It's like you got your own little like cheerleading, your own little cheerleading squad. Yeah. You know, I love it. This should emerge. This should yeah. emerge. Support. I agree uh, with that person. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious about your research. So you said you you sent a message to a bunch of people. You did the research. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I fill up your form, and I'm curious about your results. Can you share some stuff that you see people like? Why would they want to contribute? What kind of stuff they they say? I've done a bunch of different types of research. Um, and I find the like surveys are, so I've done, I've done surveys. I've also like, I would actually say the most um, impactful um, research I've done was actual hour long interviews, sitting down with developers, hour long interviews afterwards. Like I go back and I, I like by train by hand, like transcribe it all. Then we, my wife is a, a design design researcher. And so like, then we, we, we print them out and like highlight the like, you know, really interesting bits and like actually cut them out and like pay, po- like, po- you know, post them all over the wall. Um, and then, and, then, and these were all um, people who we, they're, they were, they're anonymous, um, you know, anonymous participants, but yeah. And, you know, just from there kind of noticing trends and topics and, um, in in the survey in the in that survey that that I sent out um, by far and away the number one was time just where people said like hey I don't have time and um, like I I acknowledge that is actually true to a to a certain extent where uh, like part part of it is they actually literally don't have time and then part of it is they feel like they don't have time you know mm-hmm. it's like part of it is it's kind of like what you were saying earlier of it's like if you just feel like you should contribute to open source it's like if i feel like i should do this eventually if you are nobody comes to me and is like hey richard i blocked out your schedule so you can go i'm it's for, I, I brought up marathons twice i've never run a marathon it's not something <laughs> i plan on doing but it's like it, you know if somebody like came up to me and they were like hey richard i blocked out your schedule to run you know train to run a marathon i'm like oh no i am actually busy in that time um <laughs> And and so like that's a part of it. I think another really big part of it, um, though, is uh, is actual time to contribute to open source. Like it it it's it's difficult. Code is really difficult. And then layer on on the social interactions on top of it. Um, and like one of the one of the ways that I, before kids, I it's like I would just do it while I'm like watching movies and you know streaming Netflix and like on the weekends and on the nights and like stay up late and like this is fun and this is exciting uh and then it's like oh I, after I had kids um like all that kind of changed uh just in terms of it's like I I no longer just have that kind of surplus of previous I was like oh I'll, I'll replace some of my free time some of my like fun time with this other thing that is I actually consider to be fun in a different way like it's a it's a different type of fun and that's yeah that's not sustainable for everyone in all of the you know all all, all places of life so you know one of the things that for that is working with companies like working with your company and 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 finding time to work that into your your nine you know nine to five and it's like i i even find um just like my my like my output is higher than it used to be but like my and it's it's like at the end of my work day i'm like brain dead um now it's just like i feel like i feel like i've like compressed the 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 amount of like like the amount of knowledge I can output is the same, but it's like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, but it's, it's almost like it comes out faster now. And so like, it just wears me down faster or something. And so like, mm-hmm. um, 
for you know for that being able to work during nine to five during the day job. And and I, I talk a little bit about, it's like, Hey, here's a couple of uh, different ways people do that. Like I started out just doing it and nobody gave me permission and I just did it and didn't tell anybody. And I, I just started, I just started contributing during my day job. Like I'm like, Hey, this is really important. I'm just going to go do it. And I didn't tell anybody and I didn't ask for permission. Um, and then after the fact, eventually, because I just did that a lot, um, eventually mm-hmm people noticed and like the reason and I got praised and I was kind of surprised I was like I am kind of sort of like doing this thing in secret and like you're praising me and like "Mm," I wasn't even sure it would be okay like that's almost kind of like an analogy for open source contribution in general Mm -hmm. of like just just like making the it's like oh I I think I found a way to make the world better for me personally and then you make the contribution and they're like wow thank you and you're like oh you like this too (laughs) I'm surprised but yeah like just the over time, they, like how how I try to um, to anybody else who who is trying to find that time. If you can find a way to relate it to the business you're in, um, and even it's like in my case, I work for Heroku. It's a developer specific company. Like our customers are also developers. It's like very easy for make me to make that use case. But like, there's also a lot of software I don't work on as well, right? And it's it's like I could go work on the you know like Linux kernel, but like that. It's like instead, I it's like I focused on like um, a web the web server, and it's like that's actually mm-hmm. a, a a larger touch point. And I didn't just do it randomly; I did it because my customers were reporting a specific set of problems. And it's like I went and I found out why, and then like I went mm-hmm. and contributed it. And it's one of those kind of mutually beneficial cases where without that in you know kind of like detailed information of how the product is act or how the open source package is, is actually used. Um, and being able to reproduce it and being able to like, you know, kind of almost play both. It's like having one foot in each, um, in each mm-hmm. bucket. I don't know why your feet are in buckets. <laughs> um, and for that, like for people who want to do open source, um, in their day job and, and aren't, and aren't working for <laughs> Heroku, I, for, for them, and just in general, I say like, look at your, uh, gempile.lock, right. Look at your lock mm-hmm. file, look at your, uh, you know, package JSON, like look at the code you're already using and you already have experience with. And, and like in terms of being able to, to sustain it, to be, it's like, Oh, when this is really hard, it it's like, yeah, but so is working on my product. So is working on my app. So is what my day job is really hard. And then it's kind of like this, this, Oh, I can imagine my day job being better and I can imagine it being better with my change. And <sighs> And then putting in that work and then actually seeing it come to life. Maybe, maybe some people have the experience of like opening up a like Stack Overflow, writing a Stack Overflow question and then coming like leaving and then coming back like a year later to your same question. Like you had the same problem, right? Like you searched mm-hmm. and you found your same question. And you're like, oh, thank you past me for asking this question. <laughs> and it, it, it's, it's kind of like the same sort of vibe except you're kind of taking it to the next level of taking the fix and like actually implementing it and shipping it mm-hmm. and and it and it sort of like continues to pay dividends um so yeah i know the original question was about the survey <laughs> but and, and 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 that's well and that's one of the ways that people are able to find more time is is mm-hmm. um being able to like integrate it into their into the workplace that's that is the chief way that i am able to find time um now, mm-hmm. you know nowadays and it, it didn't used to be like that and it, you might have to be the person that advocates for this in your company, right? To yeah. be able to, to be able to do that. Um, and it's not easy sailing and it's not like I, 
again, I have a chapter in the book that talks about this, but it's but it's not a like foolproof like I don't actually mm-hmm. have all of the answers here. Like I am mm-hmm. I am open, I am listening, I am, you know, there's there's so many different ideas and different ways uh, uh that, you know, that 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 we could do that. And and I'm happy to share like the successes as I find them, but I do want to really acknowledge that this is we are building the train tracks as we're riding on them, right? We are we mm-hmm. are we are, this is creating our own future as we're moving into it. Um, and so it's like, hey, I invite you to be part of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I remember a, um, a previous job where the CTO said, hey, uh, on Fridays, we're going to have uh, Fridays open source, like mm-hmm. afternoon, something like that. And at the time, I was like, oh, that's cool. I had no idea what to do. Like, I didn't know what project to do. Uh, so I ended up not using that. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like right now I'm also in a similar position like yours. Like, I I work at ThoughtBot and we have the Fridays has investment time. So I've been using that for it and I already know what to do. But I think that for people who don't have that culture... And they want mm-hmm. to start having that. Even you know, it doesn't have to be an entire day, an entire afternoon. It could be one hour or something. There is a book that I really like. I recommend it all the time. It's called Fearless Change: uh, Patterns for Introducing uh, New Ideas. And so, if you are the evangelist for this idea, you will want to have some patterns to help you implement the change Um, and it doesn't work by saying hey we use open source uh it doesn't help bringing facts people don't react to facts they react to stories Mm -hmm. and the book gives you a lot of lots of patterns to start doing that and in the way that the change happens so it's a Mm -hmm. really good resource for anyone who would like to do that I love this. I, I, it's like, I'm taking notes over here. It's like, you know, it's like, I get the thumbs. It's like, get the fake account. I love it. It's like a fearless change. This is awesome. Keep yeah. it coming. Yeah. I, I, I really like them. They, are, they will have a conference soon. I will post the link in the episode, but mm. it's all about patterns. And mm-hmm. it's from those people who kind of started the agile movement. So it's, it's really good. I, I like to, to talk about these things, <laughs> nice, nice. and and um, like I I've uh, I followed people who work at companies who get that type of open source time, and it's like and there it's like you have all of these different it's like either it's like in a consultancy or it's like in a B two B or B two C business or like all of these just uh, different factors. And I've talked to like the employees, I've talked to some of the people running them, and it's like that's actually pretty consistent with what I've heard of it. It's um. You know, it's like, oh, we gave them a day and like and they didn't do anything. And it, it's, just, it's just kind of like a it's like from the top down It from the top down. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, hey, you all should do open source. And then just like kind of, you know, it's like it's like <laughs> and that's 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 sort of part of the a little bit of the um, realization mm-hmm. is like, oh, maybe we need a little bit more for this. Like it's like mm-hmm. maybe we need and even even for me when I when, like when I created Code Triage. Um, and, and I guess even for people who don't know what code triage is, um, it, it just, you sign up for it and you sign up for a specific repo. Like if, Hey, I want to help rails. And then it mm-hmm. will send you a random rails issue in your inbox. And the idea there is like, we've talked about like the smallest possible thing, like just read it. 
just click on it and read it. And then, um, and it's like over time, I, it this start, actually started as a script that I used. And over time I was like, oh, hey, this one maintainer keeps on asking like to, to cut out white space whenever there's double new line, it's like consistently, it's just like a really small thing. And then one day I saw somebody with a PR that had double white space and I was like, (gasps) (laughs) I, I know I can like make a meaningful contribution. I can do the thing. Um, And so like, that was like the small step that I needed. And, but just over time of running code tree in my head, I was like, right, great. Now that I'm giving this to everyone, there's 700 open issues on rails. I'm going to get 700 people and there's going to be zero issues. We're going to like, <laughs> uh, and, and then it's like, I got 700 issues and it's like, and then, and then what? Right. It's like, it's, mm-hmm. it, it didn't work. Like it didn't work for everyone the same way it worked for me. And then, so that's, mm-hmm. that triggered a lot of the, like, um, a lot of the research, a lot of just working with people. Mm-hmm. And like, I added a ton of features to code triage, but at some point in time I, I realized, all right, I'm hitting the limitations of technology here. Like this yeah. is, um, and, and even just, I had the idea of, of uh, like, I created a code triage university and like, I'm, I'm like, oh, here's how you can rebase. Here's how you can pick a project. And it's like, mm-hmm. but at a certain point in time, it, it, it's like what we talked about before, like with fear, um, that's not a, like even people who like people don't start off by saying, I am afraid to contribute open source. Mm-hmm. Like they, they say, I, you know, I don't have time or like, and, and also like not to minimize that definitely because definitely people don't have time. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you, you like, it was sort of a, I needed it to be like a comprehensive package. Even in writing the book, I kept on finding myself re-explaining the same, like in version one of the book, I was re-explaining the same idea like 20 times. Mm-hmm. And, but, and I'm like, right, no, I need to like reorganize this, you know, in the way that makes sense. Like, it's like whenever you talk to anybody who learns anything, the first thing they'll say is like, oh, I wish I had done this other thing first. And it's like, if you talk to somebody who did that thing first, they're like, oh, I wish I did this other thing first. And, <laughs> and it's like this depend, like uh, circular dependency problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, and so like I, the part of putting it, part of the reason of putting it into a book, as opposed to just a series of, you know, whatever post is, is um, like they, they build on concepts and, and it, and it helps if you have that 20% time at your company um, or you have that day, it's like, you know what the, it's like, if the, if, like, if the CEO is saying we, we, you should do this, it's like, Hey, a thing could be just go and open this book for, and, and read mm-hmm. it for, a, you know, a, a, a period of time. And I wanted to not just talk about like, Hey, it's great. You can do it, but like also give really specific, very actionable, just, you, you know, mentioning it's like, go into the thing and, and make a thumbs up. It's like, I, I, it's like, I wish I had thought of that. I would have put that in the book. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's like, it's like, go into the, it's like, go into the repo and look at like old issues. And it's like, why are, mm-hmm. why are they old? You know, it's like, is there a mm-hmm. reason or like, or also, Hey, maybe while you're here, would it be a good idea to comment? Can we close this? Right. And, and, and just some, you know, like that's a, just an example of kind of an activity that, that is, that is in there. And, you know, definitely people are free to, to do them or not as they, as they see fit. But yeah, like, absolutely. I I see that as an issue. One of the other things I see is people just getting time crunches and Mm -hmm. they, it's like, oh, this project has to be delivered. Um, It's Mm -hmm. a, it's a, it's a little bit different in a consultancy where it's, where it's like, whether you bill an hour on Monday or Friday, it's like, it's still the same pool of, you know, of, of hours, but at Heroku at Salesforce, mm-hmm. it's like, Hey, this it's like you know, Salesforce functions is a thing that came out relatively recently where people can access their Salesforce data via mm-hmm. like 
um, Node.js or Java. Like, but previously mm -hmm. that wasn't an option. That was people just couldn't do it. And so while it's in in the time crunch of like, hey, Dreamforce, this giant conference is is coming up. Like, if if it's a all right, well, Richard really needs to make this one thumbs up on one issue <laughs> or do this thing that is really important for his like career advancement. Like, you know, mm -hmm. the, 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 the incentive structure is just so weighted uh, there. And in that, like one of my suggestions, um, and uh, I'm, it's like, I'm really curious about this fearless change now. When one of my suggestions was to like kind of normalize the, the process mm -hmm. in, in work, mm -hmm. Um, and so like, I don't have a specific day that I work on open source. Um, I actually just put my open source cards into my, we use Kanban at work. We use cards. I, I just, you know, it's like, this thing has to be fixed. And like, mm -hmm. I, like, I think a lot of de developers can resonate with finding a bug in a library that you use. And like, and it's like, you probably have a card for fix this bug. And most people, when they do that, they are like, oh, I'm going to fix this by working around it. Um, mm -hmm. and then. It, it, it's it's like it might be a little bit more work and it might be a little bit more of a sell if your company's not used to it. But basically just saying like, hey, I have this card to fix this bug. I'm going to do it. It's mm -hmm. like in open source. Like I'm going to dream. I'm going to fix it for everyone, not just us. And, and, and there's a great conversation in the, in the Slack where uh, it's like, oh, if kind of if you're getting pushback there uh, from a manager, it's like, why are you spending time on this? Why are we doing this? It's like this. Some people have this idea that like, People think that code is an asset for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's liability always. But it, it's like there's like there's maintenance costs, there's security costs, and and it's and it's like, hey, yeah, sure, we could just you know put all of those all on us. Or it's like, is it is it is it is this really the core value of of uh, the business? How we're delivering mm -hmm. value is so tied to fixing a typo in the documentation, or like you know it. it like probably not. And and so um, being able to just make it not a special thing. If it's like regular work and open source, then it's like it's always going to be regular work. And but it's like if you, the more the more like regular work you can make the open source stuff um, for people in that type of a type of a, a, a situation like that's, you know, I, I've seen really positive results there. Yeah, it's important to also think about your career, right? Because we we know that some people, they want to advance. And sometimes if you spend a lot of time on open source. Maybe they won't get the recognition from that type of work maybe. and other types of work as well. So not just that, but okay. yeah, sometimes it's important to know your goals and know your situation and figure out the stuff that I'm doing. Is it aligned with the, the goals that I have? Is, mm. is it going to help me achieve those goals? Mm -hmm. And those goals need to be clear, yeah. Uh, right? Yeah, or, or get creative. Like, how would that align with my goals? Like, what if I don't have to choose between yeah. them? Yeah. If I find a way to combine? Oh, 100%. Like, I, um, like my wife and I called it, it's like a double benefit. It's like where it's like <laughs> you, you get both things that you want, if, but and group them into the same activity. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I would say it's like to a lot of people who are pitching open source, pitch it as like a, Hey, this is a way to make a lot more money. And like, mm -hmm. I actually feel like my almost over involvement in open source has, has held my career back. There was a point in my career, like a, a couple of years ago where it's like, Oh, I'm seeing some people who are, you know, and, and, and career advancement is not purely about 
like age and the time worked at company or whatever, but it's like, I'm seeing some like people who like newer folks who are like getting a career advanced, like uh, above me. And that's where a, you know, that's where a, Oh, you can just go and contribute to open source during your day job and like not tell anybody like that's where that kind of fails. Right. It's like, because yeah. it's almost like even companies are like, Oh sure. I can work in op open source or like my company pays me to work in open source. It's like, yeah, but if, are they promoting you to work in open source too? Mm -hmm. Like, are they, is it like when you're coming up for that, um, you know, end of year review or whatever it is the company does, it, it's like, are they specifically bringing up? It's like, I, I've had a developer who uh, worked with a developer. Their, their goal was to like contribute to node. And they, they, um, they were able to actually like do that so well that they could, they ended up like releasing um, node and, <laughs> which is a huge monumental task. And, and it's like, but it's like, if it's not being celebrated and, and brought up and recognized and, and some of it can be being in your own evangelist, but then, then it's also uh, at the end of the day, like it's yeah, for, for, for me it was very real of like, all right, if I am, if we are not tracking this, if I am not bringing this back and, and saying that, it's specifically how it's related to the business, um, then, you know, it's like, it might, it, people, people, it might look really good. Like other developers might say like, wow, Richard, like, like, you know, I, <laughs> I bet he should get a promotion, but like, they're not the, like the man, you're the managers, right. Are the ones like actually filling out the paperwork and huh. like checking off the boxes. Um, and, and I will say like, it helped me a lot when I decided I was like, oh, that's actually a thing I care. Like, I actually care about this level up at, at work thing. It's like, I actually mm -hmm. wanted, it's like, I'm a principal engineer now. I, I, I like, it's like, oh, I actually care about that job title and I want to go for that. Like I actually found a lot of my open source work helped a ton in, in, in like a, a lot of people will tell you it's uh communication there's a lot of communication mm -hmm. skills uh facilitation skills like move it's like all this stuff we talked about how do you when you get stuck how do you move forward and then mm -hmm. and then like it's like how do you do that as an individual how do you then how do you do that as a team when i started trying to like apply those things to my day job is like wow like that you know i i found it's like i yeah. found for, for me personally i found I, I was good at like uh facilitation like facilitation of meetings mm -hmm. and keeping things on track um, I was, I found like people would just start talking about problems and, and like, they would just ramble on and I'm like, and I would just start like taking notes and I'm like, Hey, cool. Look, I've just, I just put, you know, these into a, a document and like, we're going to start mm -hmm. like tracking the possible solutions here. And we're going to track the consequences of each of those solutions. Like, mm -hmm. I, uh, like pros, I used to call it pros and cons. I'm like kind of stepping away from that because mm -hmm. like, I used to really sell one solution. I'm like, look at all of these pros. And it's like, yeah, but <laughs> one person's pros might be another person's con. Right. Like, so, mm -hmm. but, but just like these, and, and I got that as a technique from having to try to get a, uh, database feature into rails. Like I, I, mm -hmm. I was like, Hey, I really think this is what we should do. And I enumerated out, here's all of the different areas, like, like, the, you know, they're kind of looking at my proposed solution and like, ah, I don't know. And I'm like, all right, well, let's look at all of the possible solutions, write mm -hmm. them down. And, and then like, if there's a better one, then yes, let's do that. But like, if there's not, then maybe mm -hmm. we just move forward here. And like, just like that as a, as a tactic and as a technique has been like so incredibly valuable. So mm -hmm. yeah, not, 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 not to say like open source with, <laughs> it's like, it definitely helped with my career, but also like, mm -hmm. it's like, there's a, there's a sweet spot of like, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, I really like that. It's important to take all of that in, into consideration and it ties up also to what motivates you, right? Sometimes perhaps like, oh, okay, the title, it doesn't really matter that much for me, but it does matter for me to be in the rails board, for example, I saw your video mm -hmm. where you were like, yeah, I just want to build the board. And yes, I'm also on that board. Like if you go to the latest pages, I'm yes. there. Uh, <laughs> we did it. Uh, yeah. Um, but now, okay, this conversation is going so well, but we are up to the latest minutes. And I thought of just finishing up with asking you what was a mistake that you did? Because... I feel like sometimes it's it helps other people see that we make mistakes and you know the world doesn't end because of that. So is there a mistake that you did that you could share and how did you recover from that? Like was it that bad? Was how it was it? A public mistake. <laughs> yeah, a public mistake. <laughs> so, that would be better. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh thank you. Great question. I just don't make mistakes. <laughs> drop the mic, drop the mic. <laughs> um no, no no oh my gosh uh yeah it's like it's like yeah too too um it's tough in that like people don't um people have a hard time remembering i have a hard time either all of my mistakes are either like too easy to remember i'll just like think of them at like 2 a.m when i'm like laying in bed <laughs> and i'm like oh my gosh this is playing on repeat um or otherwise it's just like i it's like the first year of child, like after childbirth and like having a one-year-old, I like, I've literally like exercised that from my mind um, because it was so difficult. One of the things that I, I would, it was like a, 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 I made the failure in public, but um, it was like not necessarily public that it was a failure. And I talk about this in the book, actually. I had commit to rails, um, at one point in time. And it's, it's, it's like I say, had past sense. Uh, it's not related to the story. It's not like I lost commit due to this. Like that would be, I, I, I just, uh, you know, have like decided to step away from rails and like, they have said, I can come back if I, if I want to, it's like, anyway, my, not, not the point of the story. I was working on something really hard inside of rails and I was like, I have no idea what this code is doing. I, and so I just started writing documentation and the code was really long. It was like a, this long method. And so I started writing like documentation inside of the method. I was like, this is what this chunk does. This is what this chunk does. And then I made other code. Then I actually made the code changes I wanted to do. Uh, and then I was like, oh, gosh, this is going to start like conflicting with each other. And I'm like, I, I actually want the documentation in there so I can remember what this is all doing. And I made the PR and um, I got this comment from one of the from one of the contributors, um, one of the other people who has commit on the project. And they were like, you know, I don't love this. And, uh, and like, that's kind of how I read it. I was like, I was like, oh, OK, cool. You don't love this. Great. I'm going to just like hit merge um, like because I need to move. I need like, you know, I got to go. I got to go faster. Like I'm being held up. And it's like going back and rereading that it was actually a very strong, um, like, like they, they worded it very diplomatically, but like, if I like kind of really like focused in and it was like, oh, they actually really didn't want that. And like the other piece of context, I actually didn't even realize this at the time they were, they owned that section of the code base. So like mm -hmm. they, they like, uh, and this is kind of like problem with like informal governance structures. Uh, it's not always as clear and like basically like the code owner of this, like it's almost like the maintainer of this project said that they don't like this thing and then I merged it anyway. 
And so I ended up getting a talking to, uh, like digitally via like chat on on Basecamp on their internal on their internal stuff. Um, and and um, you know, like that was a uh, that was a. It's kind of almost like me being like, hey, you don't need to worry. You're gonna have all of these fears. It's gonna be okay. And then it's like actually, I did this thing and it wasn't okay. Like I got a talking to, but I you know I I like immediate like it wasn't my intention to like step on toes or like mm-hmm. it, it, immediately when I was, when it was brought to my attention, it was like, Oh, Hey, to an external observer, it looks like you're being a bit of a jerk here. Um, you know, and, and I was like, Oh wow. You know, that's not my intention. And mm-hmm. you know, how, how can I make this like coming into the table and saying like, how can, you know, how can I make this right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah. And, and like that has been, that was a, that was a learning experience for me. And it's also a, yeah, it's it, almost like if you're learning to skateboard and you've never fallen, then like, like if you're weightlifting and you've never gotten to the point where it's like, if you're just like every rep is like, Oh, you know, like if you, <laughs> like you, maybe you're not trying, you know, hard mm-hmm. enough, but yeah. And, and I've, Oh my gosh, tons of PRs have just failed. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. to rails, uh, not, not to rails. Uh, yeah. To rails, but also to like to Ruby. And I'm like, Hey, I've got a great idea. And then other people are like, no, not a great idea. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, okay, cool. Like let's, and, okay. and, and, and I think if, I think, um, I was lucky in that some of my first, very first PRs were a small enough and like, you know, reasonable enough that, that like people took them seriously and, mm-hmm. and, and, and wanted to add them. Um, but like, I also know other people who did that thing and they're like, Hey, I've got a great idea. And then like, they just silence. And, and it was like, that was the first time they ever tried mm-hmm. and they heard nothing. And then they're just like, well, that it, and, and like, it sucks to, to put that in a bucket and mm-hmm. like, put that. it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to put that over here and then just move on. But, e- and even after, uh, oh geez, uh, 10 years, you know, plus like even that still hurts me. It still pains me. I, it, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's it, it, mentally, I'm like, well, do I actually care about it that much to like raise a fuss or like, do I really want to like push or mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's kind of a, uh, you know, I can make this better if the process for making it better is really easy. Mm-hmm. But I don't care about it that much if it's if I'm gonna have to like jump through 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 flaming hoops. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't know if that actually answered your question, but I <laughs> like mm-hmm. you. It's like I kind of wish almost I could go and sort. It's like on GitHub you can see like like pull requests, and it's like yeah, um, like 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 close. It's Fair like I kind of I kind of want to see like what are my like closed but not merged because mm-hmm. I you know I'm sure it's like you know a hundred plus hundreds. Like I literally have no clue. Um, and, mm-hmm. and I, and that's kind of, I think the, the, the saving grace of this is just like it, you know, unless you were like personally offending <laughs> a <Yeah>. maintainer, um, <laughs> th- then it's not, you know, and even then it's like, even it's like in that situation, it's like, I had worked with these people for, for, for long enough that, um, they were able to, I was able to like make amends and mm-hmm. like, and, and, and show that like I'm being genuine and serious mm-hmm. and and like wanting to come to the table. And, uh, but yeah, especially on the larger projects, if a fa- if you get a failed pull request, there's so many failed pull requests every mm-hmm. week that it's not like anybody's even going to remember your name. <laughs> I mean, and that sounds bad. It, it like from the flip side, it, it's like sucks too, because 
you, you're like, yeah, hey, they know me there. I got like this, you know, typo PR like three years ago. Like I'm all good. <laughs> and it uh, and so like it's it's a blessing and a curse because even even mm-hmm. like me, I had I had contributed. Um, I mean, I would say it, it took me in, until I had contributed several like relatively major kind of features before that people were started to to say like oh okay i kind of know this guy but even then i still have to jump through the same hoops it's not like i get a get out of mm-hmm. jail free card um if, <laughs> and and in almost in some search situations it's actually more like richard we know you can do better like we, <laughs> we know you can spend a little bit longer like cleaning up this code like you know right it's like you can write a few more unit tests um and and so like that and that's also like just i think from a like a, a conception standpoint of, of people think it's like oh i need to be on the in i need to be on the inside and it's like i'm either mm-hmm. i'm either a contributor or i'm not a contributor and it's like in in reality there's it's not like being a, I don't know, like a rock star or, or something. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's just like, you're just a person who plays a guitar. Like <laughs> you're a coder who also contributes. Um, mm-hmm. And, and like, yes, there is some level where some people will start to recognize you. Uh, and, and, you know, things can be, it's like really easy to have done this for so long and then say like, it doesn't matter. And it's, and, and like, you know, it's like whatever fame I've been, the recognition I've gotten is like, you know, it's like, a, um, it's like successful. It's like it's like rich people always like they love telling people how unimportant money is, right? Um, mm-hmm. And and it's and it's such the it's like the least helpful advice ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like cool, great. Oh my gosh, I I see it all now. I'm going to change everything, you know. Um, but but like I guess just just as a it's like and it's like you 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 go and you see like quote unquote like famous contributors out there and it's like they they all started from where you sit today mm-hmm. and that and that is literally true whether it's never having made a pr or like are you know knee deep and like contributing every single week and so uh yeah i i yes I don't know if that answered your question. Did I fail at answering your question? Can I can oh, I tag no. that as can I tag that as my thumbs up? Oh, thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. So, I, yeah. I guess the main difference between those who give up and those who become famous, quote unquote, is that mm. maybe they have a good something you mentioned in the book, a contribution practice, you know, like every week or you have like a mm-hmm. schedule or something where you just you keep going and eventually it gets easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Just it, um, being able to like being able, just being able to figure out the, your your own personal practices that work for you. Um, mm-hmm. Like one of one of the you, and you, so with, you mentioned the contribution practices uh, that like I got so much good with my beta, beta reads. I, I don't know if you. It's like it's like you have written content, hex devs content. Yay! Um, it's like <laughs> in the practice of releasing a book. Like one of the things you do is you um beg people to read it for free uh with a beta read like it's like this is unedited mm-hmm. not unedited but it's like this is just kind of like a rough cut and then you get feedback where people are like this was confusing this is not confusing and all basically unanimously everyone's like we love this chapter and and so mm-hmm. i wanted to make it i wanted to make it free so it's like uh on um how to open source dot dev i didn't write about why it's in there and like what what you know the reasoning behind it but it kind of comes from um i i used to do uh, door knock. Well, I still do get out the vote door knocking where like you go around and you tell people, Hey, this, this candidate, um, is on the, on the ballot. Like 
right now <laughs> or, you know, in the coming week. And one of the things you do is you uh, it just like kind of scientifically over years, millions have, of dollars have been spent by candidates to figure out like what is the most impactful thing that we can have them do. It's make a plan. It's make a plan to vote. And in the process, you you ask, it's like, okay, what day specifically are you, are you going to do this? And like, what is it going to look like? Are you going to go alone? Are, are you, how are you going to get there? Are you going to get there with a car? Are you going to get there with a bus? Like what else is going on that day? Like you're trying to get them to, to, to visualize and be like, oh, are there, are there blockers? Oh, actually I have, you know, childcare. I have to pick up that day. Oh, that's not a good day. It's like, oh, well, you know, like then mm-hmm. when, when is, and, and like when you can, um, and there's, it's like, if you ever do block walking for a candidate, like they just give you a, they give you a script and you can follow it. It's not like you have to <laughs> generate this from nothing. <laughs> uh, and, and basically like if you can get this person to, um, give you a detailed sufficient answers to, you know, kind of mm-hmm. every single one of those things, then it's such a high likelihood that that person will actually go and vote ver- versus, you know, mm-hmm. and any other kind of, uh, of tactic. And so, so the, this chapter, the contribution chapter, uh, and contribution practice chapter um, talks about, hey, here's some different ways that people like to, you know, mm-hmm. structure their their the the way that they contribute, um, and it can be like a specific ca- carving out a specific, you know, thirty minute chunk or hour chunk, like figuring mm-hmm. even figuring out how long of a time do I have to carve out, and then is it like is it nights, is it weekends, um, is it like during my daytime, is it it's like oh hey I oh I can't work during the day, it's like well like can you do you have a lunch break? Like, you know, mm-hmm. can you eat, eat a sandwich and code kind of at the same time, you know, maybe <laughs> sort of a thing. Um, and, and it's all it's all about finding finding a, a practice that it works for you and then like coming back, revisiting it. And if there are things that get in the way, like that's OK. Oh, open source contribution is hard enough. <laughs> uh, like willpower is not enough. Um, Mm -hmm. like, like you have to build in systems. Um, and, and, and I, and I've mentioned this, uh, also elsewhere, but parallels to working out, um, like, but prior Mm -hmm. to the pandemic, I didn't really work out. I like kind of knew I should. And, and, but like people who do not do that thing successfully think other people have more willpower than they do. They think, Mm -hmm. oh, they just wake up and and force themselves to do this thing. And in reality, it's like, Mm -hmm. It's like I actually literally reorganized my entire schedule. It's like I since unreorganized it, but it's like I um, reorganized it so that I would do pickup with our kids, so that mm-hmm. I, in the morning I could work out and like, and then I I worked uh, with my partner uh, to to say, hey, this is a thing that I value enough, so that you know, if I say, oh, I need to work out today they don't just treat that as a, like a, Oh, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's okay. If he doesn't do it, like it's a, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's, um, it's not a, you know, nice to have. It's like, a, Oh, we are building systems here and either we need to change the system or we need to like follow the system sort of, mm-hmm. sort of a deal. And so that's kind of where that came from. And I, I, I bundled <laughs> as much good stuff in there as, <laughs> as I, into the smallest package I can. And I hope mm-hmm. people like <laughs> And get get used out of it. And and I'm also always interested and curious to hear like what things work mm-hmm. for for other people in you know in the real world because like these are these are based on real people that I've mm-hmm. talked to and you know like that's how not everybody fits the same mold. So that's that's you know how we learn and, and grow together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure, yeah, I love that. <laughs> wow, and, Sorry, you, and that was also a really long answer. 
<laughs> to a very short question. No, it's okay. I I I really like the part of stories. I think that's how, like I was mentioning before, that's how we we can see things working out for us too. So where can people find find out more about the, your handbook? How to open source dev? Yes, it's it's how to open source dev. Okay. Like D D E V, like developer. Uh, there's also a, there's also a Twitter account, how to, how to open source, just mm-hmm. at, at how to open source, um, where I, I pulled out some you know stuff. It's like mm-hmm. if you if you're it's, it's kind of like if you'd be interested in following me, minus like Texas politics, <laughs> me mentioning door knocking <laughs> and getting out of the vote. Uh, you know, then like that's basically mm-hmm. uh, a, a surrogate uh, account and also some from some stuff from the book. But um, yep, how to open source dot dev. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So, or or everyone, if it was a commercial, we'd say out. it three times. Go to yeah. check out how to open source Yeah. <laughs> and so you have to go and buy the book. Yeah. At you. six p.m. today. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yes. Make it. Make a make a plan to buy the book. Make, make a, a plan. plan. <laughs> yeah. To to buy and to read and follow through. Yeah. Um, Love it. Yeah. Love it. So thank you so much, Richard. Um, I think we will have to book another one because we <laughs> we didn't even ask the all the yeah. stuff that we want to try to ask, but that will be another. I wrote answers day. even. <laughs> I did homework. <laughs> I have answers to your to your questions. Oh no, um, yeah. Next time. It's, next it's, time. We two. touched on a lot of it. We t- yeah. We we, yeah. we it's like yeah, we got there. We got there. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, thanks so much, Richard. It was super <laughs> inspiring. Uh, and, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. See this you was next so much time. Fun. Yeah, I hope to see more contributors with with your book and also, you know, with this episode. It's like for everybody, <laughs> if you're missing Hacktoberfest, there's 24 pull requests in December. <laughs> like that's the that's another. Mm. another okay. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. You awesome. can cut that. It's fine. Not important. <laughs> <laughs> or keep this. Keep the banter. We need a cat again. <laughs> that's how we should exit. Oh, the cat is sleeping. Oh, yeah. But um. We made it to the end. Um, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Richard. That was a really good conversation. Thank, um, you. thank you for taking the time and for writing the book and helping so, so many developers and contributing to so many open source projects that we all use. So thank you so much. Thank you.